Get off. Welcome back to the weekly wrap. We've had a week off. The CEO's been a busy man getting things done and brought back Shed and Cody with me. And Cody's just knocking up milestones at the moment before I get into what we're going to be talking about today. He's had the wedding and then he's just gone, I'll do a half marathon after that. Busy, busy man. We'll start with you, Cody. How did, how did this come about? I've seen your Strava's been lighting up my phone. I'm about to turn off the notifications. So um, run us through it. It was actually Hicksy's idea, to be fair. He messaged a few of us um, probably middle of the year towards the end of footy season type thing, and he just said he wants to do a half marrow. So um, I don't run Melbourne during the year with one of our other mates, Justin. So, um, yeah, Hicksy was like, I want to do one. So he found one to do, and he's like, let's sign up and do it. So yeah, then we went ahead and done it. So, yeah, shout out to Hicksy. Um, Georgia, Hicksy's missus, she done her first one too. So, um, yeah, top quality stuff by them. Legs blowing up um, at the end or you're not too bad? No, nah, it was all right. I was a bit sore last week, um, the aftermath of it all, but I'm all right now. All in a day's work. Yeah, just light Shed. Work, light work. Hard pass. Yeah, huge hard pass. <laughs> you, won't, you won't be seeing me get behind out of this desk, sorry, I should say, and doing that anytime soon, but... What's been happening with you, Shed? Leads, I'm very interested to hear. We'll get into them shortly. But we will. What's uh, news with you? I've just been having a few Christmas parties. Had a wedding on the weekend. Shout out to listener Jay Wardle. He's uh, had been married on the weekend. So fair to say Sunday I was more hung than the South Sudan basketball team. So <laughs> it was a bit of a rough trot. But Surely I'm, you've used that before. I'm here now. <laughs> That's the only reason why you come on. I just wanted yeah. to use that. All right. See you later. <laughs> Uh, we love we love to hear it, boys. We love to hear it. Uh, so we'll, I don't know where we're going to start because there's a lot going on in the sporting world. I'll touch on a few points as we like to do as we touch on. Lakers winning the inaugural in-season uh, in tournament against the Pacers yesterday. Great. Uh, when I first started watching the in-season tournament, I was like, eh, I think everyone was the first couple of games, just a bit of a feel out for it, but really turned into a tournament in the end and LeBron gets me stiff and Cody's about to spew up when I say that because obviously it's not to that echelon yet, but I reckon in years to come, the in-season tournament will grow and grow as time progresses. So I don't know if you got to watch the game yesterday, but it was very good. I didn't, but I just thought like I was interested to see the results something, but I just wasn't sure when the like playoffs were starting and then like when the group stage was ending and things like that. Like I think they did a great job promoting it. I'm not sure. Maybe I was just no, sitting was, under a rock a little bit. I was, I was a little bit confused too, like checking the app. You yeah. go to check you the know, standings and then the tournament would come up. But I, like, as you were just saying, if it's going to grow, grow in stature, I just think it's forever going to be like the equivalent of winning like the Wizard Home Loans Cup, mm. the preseason cup in AFL. Like, they need to put some real, yeah. like you get home court. Playoffs. In the playoffs. I did, I did like the idea of it, like how they changed the courts to like sort of that street court type vibe and mm. stuff like that. Like I, I don't it's, mind It's it. very FA Cup wide for what EPL is, I reckon, as well. Just obviously FA Cup has way more prestigious to it. I reckon with years to come, there could be little things that they could add to it. And I'm, I might as well bring it up now. I was going to bring it up later. I've got an idea too. I want to hear yours. All right. This is very left field mine. But teams around the world – like especially Europe and your other leagues like that. So say Real Madrid, for example, in basketball or whoever won the NBL last year, I don't even know, I think it was the Sydney Kings or whoever it was, they win it, they get an automatic uh, and they get put into one of those groups. So every team gets to play them just once and it doesn't count towards their extra season. So there's one in every group from around the world that have been the champions from there and they get a chance to basically have a chance to try and win the in-season tournament in the NBA. It creates a bit of a global atmosphere to it. Obviously, Australian fans will get involved, French fans, whatever whatever team from the other leagues, whatever the top five or six leagues are, whatever the yeah, you know the brackets were for this year, they get an automatic bid into the next year and have a crack at it. Obviously, they probably won't go any good. Good global experience. What do we reckon? I don't mind it. I, mine was that's a bit more likely to happen than what my idea was. Yeah. Mine was <laughs> right. I thought right. mine was left field. Mine this, is, this will be good. But mine is, <laughs> mine's 18 fields over. Uh, mine was a bit more like they should um, – everyone puts a player's contract up like for a pink slip type thing. That's, and then if you win the tournament, then you get to pick one of those players that another team put up. And then you say it has to be – can't be a two-way player. They have to be a contracted player, something like that. So like you obviously cool. put up the bottom player on your bench type thing. But – you know what I mean? So then the boys are like, right, we're playing for him to stay on our squad. Plus, <laughs> that's very, uh, very team start, archaic. They start throwing games. Yeah. <laughs> you know, Get this bike off me, team. Yeah, it'll be a bit of like a Reaper tournament, you know. you got to 
you can steal or kill off a team and then you take take one of their players or something like that. Well, for once in my life, I reckon I don't have the worst idea on this pod so far. Cody, what are your thoughts? Yeah, I don't even know what to say to that. <laughs> it's actually it's not a bad idea, but obviously it, ne- it never happened. Like it'd be it'd be yeah. cool to see it happen, but yeah. from an OHS point of view, it's yeah. probably not going to happen. <laughs> but I like yeah, it. I, I didn't mind like the actual idea of the tournament. Like at least the NBA are trying new things and listening to the fans type thing. So like, good on them. If I agree. They like, tried it this it time of year, nothing ever happens. Yeah, if really, they, mm. if they try it and it doesn't work, it doesn't if not, work. it was a bit too early. Because oh. I think it's about January. You're like, oh god. Yeah, well, yeah, it was, and then for what, February, March is the all-star around yeah. that sort of, yeah, so at least it sort of adds the fans, gets them involved, uh, gets LeBron another title, which is good to see. Well, we're talking about it, so it's done its job, so. We have, so uh, there's going to be a lot to talk about in this episode. Uh, we'll do a little bit of the EPL. Cody's going to go through his top five quarterbacks in the NFL, and it's going to be interesting because the Cowboys versus the Eagles just finished now. And Dak Prescott's boys got the chalkies and done it easily. So it'd be interesting to see whether that plays a factor into his top five or if he's going to salute and stay true. A couple of hot takes too. Ooh, a couple of hot takes, which we like. Uh, there will be a special segment and also way too early AFL predictions, which I'm happy to go off the dome for for the boys and see where we land on that one. Um, is there anything we want to get into before we go to our first break? Silence. I like it. <laughs> That's where you get the Stephen A. Smith video in there, Shannon. I okay. like it. All right, we'll be back after the break and we'll get into a little bit of the NBA. Proper season, not in season. When? All righty, we are back here in the big sweat box of the studio <laughs> that we have here. It's a hot day down in the Golden Valley, but live from the sauna. <laughs> <laughs> Sauna chats. Do you remember that, like when um, Charles Barkley and that they started doing sauna episodes? Nah. Just be Charles sitting there in a towel, like sweaty and fat ass. Tell <laughs> you what, I'm not far off. I feel, feel like sauna. Charles at the moment. Oh my god. <laughs> anyway, and we're following up with some hot takes. We're going to jump into the NBA at the moment because just off recording, we were just talking about team needs because the trade deadline is six weeks away or so. And the silly season is about to begin in the NBA. Some teams that are not quite meeting their potential, some players that are not getting used possibly to their potential could be on the move. Jack, have you got one possibly that may be the most obvious to, that needs to be moved? Yeah, I'll start with a low-hanging fruit, and that's Zach Levine at the Bulls. Uh, he's not putting up – he's had no, he's had moments where you go, geez, he can play. Like he hit 51 against the Pistons. But then he'll have moments where he'll start shooting two from 14 – just looks discombobulated from the rest of the team at the moment. Big word. It is. It is. Yeah, he just doesn't look like he's gelling with the team, playing his sort of own game. His demeanor doesn't look like it's the same. Um, I'd, but the only issue is he's obviously got a huge contract at the Bulls and who's going to want to take that on? So for me, he's a player to watch because he needs to really perform and live up to that contract, not only for the Bulls, but for potential trade suitors when the trade deadline comes. So that's the player that I've picked where would you like to see Zach Levine go if he was to go? I was just thinking that I'm like, he's a very ball dominant and he's been shown that he can do that and score a lot of points. I just don't think there's a team that has that need out there. Possibly if Indiana can do make something happen, but I'm not sure what they would have to give up to get him. Buddy Hill would have to be involved in that trade plus picks, you'd think. And then what more do you get out of Levine that you can't get out of, say, Benedict Matherin and uh, Buddy Heald and all that. So, Well, I've got one, and funnily enough, Cody just went to the thrift shop earlier and picked up a singlet that might suit it, and that's the New York Knicks. I don't want him. Well, the thing is they'd give up RJ Barrett. They'd give up a few other picks along the way. I don't know who else they've even got on their bench anymore. I don't care about the Knicks. Potentially he could be the missing piece to get them to the next stage because the Knicks actually aren't that far off it. They're going all right this year. So for me, I reckon that's the place for him. What do you reckon, Cody? Yeah, I know we do need something. I think we do need something to go forward. He's a seventh at the moment, 12 and nine. But I don't think Zach Levine is the answer. Yeah, I just think we need someone else. I think we need a big because, as you said, we've got um, Jalen Brunson. I think RJ Barrett's actually having a really good year this year. I think he's having a career year so far. So, And he's only young too. I think he's only 23 still, so he's still... Fairly young and Quentin Grimes on the <laughs> yeah. block potentially. So, you know, I think we've still got some good guards and some good 
um, yeah, forwards, but I think we do need a big man. But I actually think um, Levine would probably suit Philly, to be honest. Ooh. I actually wouldn't mind seeing Levine on a Bit of catch Philly. space cleared yeah. up. Well, my, my number two pick next, um, I'm going to change my answer from what it was, but it's funnily enough, it's a play from the same team. Originally, I had Asar Thompson from the Pistons, and it wasn't for trade bait whatsoever. It was the fact that Bojan Bogdanovic has come back into the side, and they're playing him off the bench. Uh, and he's had a great start to the season, been an offensive and defensive rebound machine, absolutely dominating my fantasy. So I'm probably giving away a lot of trade bait here by saying this. But the fact that Bo Young's come back into the team, we're going to be absolute dog shit. Let's be honest. We've lost 19 games in a row. I don't mm. I don't even know what the streak is. Yeah, probably be good to look that it's up. 19. I, I, that, I don't know, but I wonder what the actual – Longest streak is in I'll, the NBA for losing. I'll look it up right now. Yeah, you can Charlotte look it up. Bobcats, Stats, man. I reckon. <laughs> yeah, Bobcats stunk. <laughs> they were crap. <laughs> they were. The only time they were good was on One Tree Hill in the TV show. I took them to a chip in 2K12. <laughs> 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 all right. Jeez, we're dribbling today. I love it. But for me, it's obviously, yeah, Bogdanovich. I think he shoots at a high clip from three. Defense isn't fantastic, but he can be such a great role player. We seen it when he was in Utah. Good leader as well, apparently. Yeah, I would... I wouldn't mind seeing him go across to a team like the Pacers instead of Levine. I think he's got less baggage. You're not going to have to pay as much. Of course, Levine's got more years in him, more upside in terms of athleticism and the likes, but I just think he'd fit that system really well. With Tyrese Halliburton, the leading assist in the NBA per game, would just be feeding it down his throat. I reckon that would be a good move. Thoughts? Mm. You've made a great point to make it justifiable there, but – I just can't see the paces. I'm not sure if they need to make a move type thing. I know it's risky. They've got so much potential there. And if they mess with the system a little bit, they just need to steal a line from Philadelphia from years back, uh, trust the process a little bit. Um, I think if even if they f- make the playoffs and maybe win a series, that's still a successful season for them. But um, maybe look at it in the off season when they're not, say, as desperate for a move. Yeah, and that's why I probably added him in though, because I don't think that he is as um I was gonna say discombobulated again. I don't think he's as bad as what Levine can be in terms of disrupting the system. I think he sort of comes into and fits the role for any other team. Mm. Speaking of Philly, Philly held the record twenty eight games in a row from the end of the fifteen sixteen season through to the start of the sixteen seventeen. So that's how they got Ben Simmons. Yeah. yeah. Twenty eight games twenty eight games on the trot. What's the longest win, though? Isn't it longest like win streak? 35. Um, it's Showtime Lakers or something like that, I think. Uh, I'm sure it'd be Warriors. Warriors. Nah. Well, We're having a live quiz here yeah. halfway through <laughs> the show. And while we do that, I'll go with number three, plays to watch. Um, again, this one's not necessarily as much trade bait, but it's Desmond Bain. And it's interesting, Jar goes out. He really struggled to start the season, Desmond Bain did. Now he's starting to come into a bit of form. He's had some big, big games of recent times. But I just wonder whether or not he's actually a number two in a team that could be potentially for a championship. Because I just, I don't know, I just don't see it from him at this stage. He's got the biggest pipes you'll ever see on a bike for like his a, height. He's like a toad. <laughs> he does, doesn't he? Little T-Rex arms, but they're huge. Um, I'm not a fan of his game at, at some stages. You just don't know what you're going to get. Are you saying that he's a three? A better side. Yes, I think he is. Do you, would you agree on that? Would you have me justify that he is the three in Memphis because Jaron Jackson Jr., once he sort of pulls his finger out and then Jar's in there as well? That he I, is the I think both him and Jaron Jaron Jackson Jr. as well has had a stinker who could have been the other person. I don't think he's Defensive Player of the Year last year from memory. Yeah. So he hasn't lived up to the expectation. I think both of them are threes. They don't really have that two. And Jar Morant, in some aspects, can be a two as well. So... To win a championship, you need that. You need at least that one-two punch. We've seen it with LeBron and AD the other night. We've seen it with Jokic and Murray last year to win the chip. I just don't see how Memphis can improve. And obviously, Jar's suspension has really cost him this year, and that's why he's third on the fraud votes for this season. Go. I've got one, just a left-wing one here to throw in there. Clay Thompson. What do the Warriors do? The Warriors just hold their morals strong and just go. We're just going to deal with this. Same no of the what. sunset. Or do you go, right, we're a progressive franchise. We're going to get a bit like the Celtics here, make no friends, and thanks for your time, thanks for the chips. We'll see you in the Hall of Fame, and you're going to get your jersey hung, but we're going to get two young kids for you, clear a bit of cap space, and try and make some moves to try and save this season while we have Steph in his prime. 
To be honest, I don't even, two young kids is probably generous as well. I completely agree. I reckon the Warriors have got to ship him off. Like you said, fantastic career. Jersey will be hung up at the end of the day, but who who wants to take on that contract at his age and the way that he sh- the clip that he's shooting at this year to start? He's only got this year left on his contract. Does he? Yeah, he's a free agent in the, the year. So Denver on fire today, James. Denver. Denver could use some outside shooting, a little bit of defense, like. Uh, yeah, there's, there's no scrub out there, and they've lost a few role players like Bruce Brown and Miami? things like that. And I'm tipping if you uh, had to try and double Jokic, you know, Clay Thompson sitting in the corner, he's going to be able to find him. I reckon if they were to ship him off, Golden State would be nice enough, considering what he's done for him to say, right, we're going to ship you off, but we're not going to send you to a Detroit or yeah. the bottom of the barrel. But then they're, they're say, not we'll, going to take him on anyway. But We'll send you to a well, there'd be no contender po- at least. There'd be no point in the Pistons grabbing <clears throat> you, like you no. said, one to two years on the contract. You'd want to go to a contender. Maybe the Timberwolves could have another piece there as well. They're firing on all cylinders as well. They're going to be a team to watch, especially the fact that they're leading the East at this time of year, which is great to see. Is there anything else on the NBA we want to touch on? Win streak was 33 games by the 71-72 Lakers. Shed, one point. Showtime, Shed. Shed starts one point ahead on the quiz. (laughs) Oh, geez, I'm not happy with that. (laughs) I don't like it. But we will break down a little bit of the EPL now. I'm going to have the From the Spot boys on later on, so we won't steal their thunder too much. But before we even talk about the Premier League, let's go down a rung to the championship and how are Leeds going. The fans want to know, Leeds, Leeds, Leeds. Leeds have won again. We've closed the gap to nine points on Mind Leicester. the gap. Eight points on Ipswich. And shout out to Ipswich. Like, I want them to start sucking so we can get into the top two and get automatic promotion. But they were in League One last year and they've come straight up and they are challenging Leicester, who have got an unbelievable amount of points. So themselves, um, they're doing really well. But Leeds sitting third at the moment on a good run. Their manager, Daniel Farker, just got <laughs> – and that's his real name <laughs> – uh, just got manager of the month, Crescencio Somerville. There's a name to keep a year out for. Dan James, former Man United product, uh, Walsh boy. He's also scoring a goal a game at the moment. So. Right, cut the crust. Are the boys <laughs> making it? Oh, yeah. We're going up for sure. Going up. Who are the three that goes down? Is it three up, three down, like you said at the start it of the year? It is three up, three down, I'm calling it. I think, if anything, the... Everton scandal of minus 10 points might have put a spanner in the works and then they're already back out of the uh, relegation zone anyway. So Luton Town, who are given credit, they're having a fair shake. The other, two boy, the other two teams, they might as well just bloody pack it in, I reckon. So give it up. If we go down to the bottom of the ladder, you've got Sheffield at the bottom at the moment. Burnley are the team that could cost you that three up, three down at this stage. They're in 19th and they've been absolutely stinking it up. Luton Town, um, formidable in some aspects for what they've been able to achieve. Nearly beating Man City today, and that would have been an absolute nightmare for me. Like I said to you off-air earlier, I spoke to the From the Spot boys. Luton were paying $15, and I said, look, Chelsea's had four out of five of their last games being draws. I said, I'll do the pod naked if they don't do it. And they kicked the first goal, and it was sweating bullets like we are here in the sweat box at the <laughs> moment. But they got the job done, Man City did, and I think with Kevin De Bruyne coming back, they're going to be really exciting to watch and shouldn't rule the teams out yet. But how, how long on him? How long? Uh, he started. He's back fully running now, from what Pep Guardiola was saying. So time frame could be anything, four to six weeks. Your guess is as good as mine, Shedlick. He'll be injured again before the season's done, anyways. So I don't have to go up too much further to see twelfth in with Chelsea at the moment, really struggling and losing to Everton overnight. Are you, are you even watching him? Let's be honest. Um, I'm not watching. I am checking the scores every game, but. Um, I've watched a few games, I will admit, but I haven't watched them as much as I know. I'm not really surprised anymore with them. They're, they're exactly where they should be, if you think about it. A lot I, of- like, it obviously sucks that we're losing, but like, I know that what they're trying to do with the squad and everything like that. So yeah. like, you can't really be too... The grass will be greener on the five, other side. Five wins, four draws, seven losses. That's You've gone two seasons with that many losses before. You know, it's... Uh, did say a stat the other day that we have less points this year with, um, I don't know how to say his name, um, Pochettino. Pochettino, sorry, and then we did when we sacked Tuchel. Tuchel had 25 points at this point yeah. of the year when we sacked him. And, and he's killing it winning Bundesliga. I don't know why we To ever, be fair, I don't it's know different. What, but I don't know why we ever got rid of him in the first place. Tuchel. I, like we just were fresh off winning the Champions League and we had an average start to the Premier League season and then they were just like, right, see ya. 
So, anyways, a lot of head scratching going yeah. on there. So. It's typical Premier League, though. If, you, if we deep dive it's, into it a little bit more, the typical, turnover of the managers is ridiculous. It's typical big club Premier League. Yeah. There's the, no the, real logic. Like even Klopp, after we won the yeah. Champions League, there was talk. There's, there's, get rid of the him. lesser clubs are so, sort of more a bit patient with their managers because they know, you know, sometimes they don't have the funds to get in the players and whatever else. They've but, just got a 93-year-old Roy Hodgson as yeah. their manager. <laughs> but like the bigger clubs like Chelsea, United, Liverpool, probably not a city as much because they haven't struggled, but Arsenal, all them, like if they're not performing because they spend money every transfer window and getting players in and moving players out and pretty much the manager when they come in get what they want. They say, I want this person, I want that person, comes in and if it doesn't work, they just say, righto, yeah, off you go. Find someone else. We'll find someone else. Let's have a look at, at the top of the ladder though and Liverpool made it there. It's a little bit of a Stephen Bradbury-like effort to get there at, <laughs> just from the last couple of games anyway because Aston Villa have been absolute giant killers in what they've done recently, beating Arsenal and Man City both 1-0. Bloody impressive to watch the way that they're doing it. They're kicking goals and, and they're not necessarily just parking the bus as well. Unai Emery's got those boys flying shit at this stage. They didn't concede a goal against either of them. Yes, so. they did. That's why I said 1-0. Oh, but I'm <laughs> <laughs> nah, sorry, continue. Um, with their Aston Villa defence has probably not been their strongest. As you said, it's probably been their more attacking outlets that have been why they're up the top of the table. But to not concede against those two powerhouse units up front is probably the most damning thing. But you, as you said, Liverpool only lost one game, though. We did, I reckon about four weeks ago, we said they're flying under the radar a little bit. And any other year, you'd be very, very disappointed. But 37 points, 16 games in, that's probably one of the lowest totals, I would reckon in maybe the last five or six years. But it's the, I'm going to go ahead and say it right now. This is the most exciting Premier League season, as in we still don't know 16 games in who's the favourite to win it, which is shocking. Yeah, I'd agree on that. There's, I was going to say there's three teams in it, but do you put Villa in that discussion at all or is it they have to be. Early? Really? They have to be. You can't, you can't not have them in there. Well, that's what I'm saying though. Like we, we, we go off experience a few times. Like it, It'd be a Leicester City, not to that same extent, but – Quite a big effort to be able to get that done. Oh. I, I, I don't know. How would you rank them then? Let's rank them now. So at the moment, well, be- not- well, before you go and rank them, for the listeners out there, currently as it stands, 11th of December, we've got Liverpool in first, and then I'll go in order from here. Arsenal, Villa, City, Tottenham, United, Lowell, Newcastle, 7th, Brighton, 8th. Hicksies, West Ham, shout out, ninth. Yes, but I reckon... Without ranking them, because as I said, we don't know what's going to happen. But I'll say all those teams there who can just, win it that you've just mentioned, all those teams there. If you're playing them at home, you're thinking, right, this is actually a big game. If you're going in as Liverpool and you're going up against Brighton at home, you wouldn't. But you're going right. Fuck, we, you know, we need to have a crack here. Yeah, it's not like you previous just, seasons. You can't just roll in and go and verse seventh and go. Yeah, we're a good chance to win this three 0 away. Yeah, like, and that's previously been the case for City and Liverpool over the last few years. Exactly, and the one team that will tell you that the most is probably uh, Man United if they, as they welcomed Bournemouth into uh, <laughs> <laughs> Old Trafford <laughs> what is and they going got on? to their old clackers are uh, just reamed out by <laughs> Solanke. <laughs> the goat. <laughs> the goat. But, uh, yes, bad luck there. It was really, really disappointing to see that. I, uh, yeah, <laughs> I shed a tear for the old man. You <laughs> <laughs> So you what, Bronson Duker, former podcaster on the show, as flat as a shit carter's hat when I let him know about it too. Oh, no, we're actually going all right this year. A few of the boys have been saying, look, you know, we're in six, we're going all right. It's those performances from United that won't get him there. Shed, Cody, who can win it out of those teams? Let's let's go straight down to it. Who can still win the Premier League this season? Um, Liverpool, Arsenal and City for mine. And I think Aston Villa will still finish top four. Ooh, I reckon, right. I reckon they'll finish top four. I reckon the top five will stay the same, but just in different order. See, I reckon Tottenham take a a Champions League spot, and I'm going to say uh, Liverpool with Matip doing his ACL. I think this week or was that last night? Uh, last week, couple weeks. Yeah, I think that throws a bit more of a spanner in the works because centre back was the probably the big red flag there. January transfer window. So. Anyway, I'm going to go ahead and stick with the safe bet. I'm going to go with City is probably still the favourite to win it. Liverpool win it. <laughs> oh, no, I, I honestly sure, think that they sure. do. They've had one loss for the season. They've been very, very competitive in every it? game. That's a good question. I should actually know that. 
I don't have it off the top of my head. I will look or it up like in the Shrewsbury ad break. Shrewsbury Town or something like that. <laughs> Sheffield Wednesday. <laughs> but anyway, all right, we'll go to another break now. Then we're going to give our AFL predictions for next year, way too early predictions, votes and the infamous quiz. Before we get into Cody's NFL picks, which I forgot to mention, his top five quarterbacks, how could I forget? Biggest contract in North American history was done yesterday. Shea Atani, who played at the Los Angeles Lakers, if I have pronounced that incorrectly. Angels. Don't care. Because him and Mike Trout. It's the wrong sport. What? You said Los Angeles Lakers. Did I? (laughs) (laughs) I thought you were taking the piss then for a moment. Don't care. (laughs) (laughs) I just don't care. LA is just thriving at the moment. Um, yeah, before we get into that, Otani from the Angels, not the Lakers, surprisingly enough, has gone across to the rival of the Dodgers. We're really getting all teams here. LA Galaxy's next uh, on the list, but he's $700 million over 10 years. 70 million clicks mm-hmm. a year. And Mahomes is just like, oh, enjoy the money. Like basically saying, like, oh, how does this bike get? This is like, Mahomes, you're on $480 million yourself. Yeah. Well, Mahomes, if you're a fucking linebacker as well, you play both sides of the ball, then you might get, you know, yeah, exactly. Money. This, he's a definition of unicorn. Yes. <laughs> but he's because he's fields, he, uh, he, th- he pitches, pitches and, and bats. Hit, and hits Dorries. Yeah. The first guy they reckon since like Babe Ruth that does everything. Not on juice. So, well, Juice probably wasn't even invented back then. <laughs> yeah, I'm not so sure. Yeah, stats, we'll get our stats man onto that in a minute. But, uh, Google, Google that, Cody. And that's our, that's our MLB for the season until the World Series is finished. But, and speaking of big contracts, did you see John Rahms also signed a big contract? Yes, he did. Live golf. Live golf. 600 mil, I think. You see, he basically was on the Pat McAfee show. And he's like, I'm going to be honest with you, the money. Like, yeah, fucking earth. Yeah, and it was, yeah, it was 450 million, I think. No, it was six. It was six hundred. Yeah, yeah, that's what I said. Yeah, hundred percent. That's what I said. We're right across our uh, financials here. um, One game for Otani, one baseball game next season. He makes the same as what Brock Brock Purdy, the starting quarterback for the Forty Niners, makes in a season. Didn't say that. (laughs) (laughs) That's wild, isn't it? That is wild. Speaking of Brock Purdy, does he make the list for the top five quarterbacks in the NFL? Brought to you by Cody Vincitoro in the Camelo Schmanthony. T-shirt. He does make it. Do you want me to go in order, no. one to five? No, honorable no, mentions. Five who to one. Out? Honorable mentions first. Who misses out? All right. So the honorable mentions of people who missed out is Patrick Mahomes. Wow. <laughs> you just want me to what say? the hell is going on? Jeez, <laughs> <laughs> I hope that goes through. Eh? Uh, <laughs> you just want me to say that just so you can play that? Yeah. yeah. Um, yeah so, so, honorable mentions, in. Patrick Mahomes, Jalen Hurts, and Josh Allen. Jalen Hurts? Yep. Wow, <laughs> this list is going <laughs> to be spicy. Play it again. Do that! <laughs> How do you do that? What the hell is going on? <laughs> All right, Katie, continue this obviously controversial list. Are you going to play it after I name out every player? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Wait, we'll see. You might as well. We'll see. Righto, let's kick it off. Number one, I actually have changed this right now. Number one, I've actually got Jack Prescott. He's going number one first. Yeah. He's having a career year. Cowboys are 10 and 3. Yeah, it's because his career before that smelt. 10 and 3. He's... Thrown 26 t- TDs to six picks and 3,234 yards, which I think is a little bit more now because I wrote yeah, this before. Be. Yeah, um, he had about 300 to game, so. give or take. Love it. Um, yeah, he's having an unreal year. He threw. He was leading the league in picks last year, so he's only thrown six this year. So he's a big reason why the Cowboys are 10 and 3. So he's number one. He was number two. Um, number two is actually Brock Purdy. He's thrown... 3,500 yards, 25 TDs, seven picks, and they've also got a 10-3 and three record. So Debo Samuel and Christian McCaffrey should be on this list as well because they have carried that man this season. But, yes, he has been good. Well, you still got to make the throws. You do. You do. So I don't care about any of the talk about it's the coach, it's the players. Right, right, right. Steve Ano Smith, bring him back. You still have to put the nah, ball go. in their hands. So, And he's throwing at 70.2 um, pass percentage. So I think that's the highest in the league. So. Still got to make the throws. In three, I've got CJ Stroud, the rookie, actually. So mm. I know a bit controversial seeing as the Texans aren't going too bad, but for him to be, he's leading the league in um, throwing yards. 
thrown 20 TDs, five picks. Um, Texans have sucked for ages. And today they suck. They lost to the Jets 30 to 6. Zach Wilson put on a a masterclass, would you believe it? And CJ Stroud went 10 from 23, throwing 91 yards. But before that, he was in. So MVP contention. Today he's had a rubbish day. So if we don't look at all the bad things, yeah. <laughs> if we're only going to look yes. at the good things, that's how we've made the radio. No, no. He's, he's, been, he's been unreal. The Texans are seven and six this year. I don't reckon they've been won seven games. Johnny Manziel ages. might make Sorry. this list. He's um, in at three. Number four is Lamar Jackson. He's having an MVP caliber year two. I thought, he'd be, I thought he'd be one. He's thrown like 3,000 yards and 664 rushing yards. 16 TDs, six picks. Um, they're sitting 10 and 3 too, actually. Ravens, I think Ravens have been a little bit underrated this year. And number five, this is where it gets a bit controversial. Who do you reckon it is? I'm going to go, because you didn't mention him in the honorable mentions, I'm going to go Joe Burrow. Rogers. No. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> uh, I've actually gone tour. Oh, I thought he was like Jordan Love. No. Nah. <laughs> I've actually gone tour. So um, 24 TDs, 10 picks. Um, their receivers help, obviously. They've got the quickest receivers in the you world. You can throw it on a rope. But he can throw it on an absolute dime. And I don't know if you've watched games when he doesn't play. Last year he missed a few with a concussion um year before. I think he had a back injury or something. Their offense fucking stinks when he doesn't play. So he's the definition of probably not MVP, but um, their cool. team is completely different when he's not throwing the ball. So there's my top five at the moment. The three that missed out, Mahomes, Hurts, and Allen, you could probably everyone's going to have them in their top five, but mm. they're going to be top mm. five best quarterbacks. It's probably top, a reason. Top five. <laughs> they're going to be they're going to be in everyone's top five quarterbacks for the next ten years. So I like. I'm it. just going on based on right now today. I'm going to put this on socials as well, just to see the traction that this gets. I, I like it because come at it, me it, because it's this season, not their whole careers yes, as it's well. The, it's this season, like right now as we speak. So yeah. obviously. Everyone knows Patrick Mahomes is the best player in the NFL by a country mile. But, yeah, he's hmm. having a pretty good year, but I don't think he's been anywhere near as good as what he has been the past few years. So Jared Goff a bit stiff for the honourable yeah, mentions actually, as well. Jared Goff is a little bit stiff as well. So, But I like it. Do you want to give any predictions? Because I don't know when Kobe on next. might be another six months. Let's give predictions for who will win the Super Bowl and the MVP. God, again? I think I said I Dolphins. We done this like two weeks ago. Did we? Yeah. Yeah. Last time I was on, you just keep throwing it at me. We just read out teams like two weeks ago and, you, and I said yes or no, they can win. My apologies. Actually, I'm talking about nine podcasts. Some, some have probably changed since two weeks ago. Well, that's Watch this space. Packers make the playoffs. <laughs> I buried him. I buried him a month ago. <laughs> we heard Leeds. Play that Play Steve it. Hayes. Play it. <laughs> We've heard the lead. <laughs> How do you do that? <laughs> What the hell is going on? Yeah. <laughs> oh, Shed's come in and producer Shed's has been all over it today. Oh. Let's we Speaking need- of predictions, though, that's probably enough on the NFL because we'll get right into it as it starts to shape up the season later on. The AFL isn't too far away. It's less than 100 days before the season starts. It comes around a little bit quicker than you think, and it starts earlier this year due to the added round zero, which is controversial to start the year. Nonetheless... Let's give our predictions. It's going to be quick fire here. So it doesn't have to be your answer when round one comes around, but a little bit of quick fire here. So we'll start with who wins the premiership next year. Who do you think? I'm going to go GWS. I'm going to swerve away from that. Uh, Brisbane. Back to back, baby. <laughs> uh, right, Brownlow Medal. I'm going to go Sam Walsh. Yeah, that's probably a good shout. It's a bad shout, actually. He puts a whole year together. Yeah, all right. I'll follow you in there. Fuck. Um, I'm trying to think you made it this year in the top five. Actually, I'm going to go left field. I'm going to go. Luke Davis Jr. No. <laughs> um, Connor Rosie. Captain. Ooh. Captain eight year contract yes. today. Kane Corns will be loving that one. All right. That's... You got to load, load him up with the extra media to make that money worth it. Yeah, absolutely. I like it. Coleman. And Coleman. We'll finish with Coleman. I'm actually going to go Nick Larky. Fucking, here's me hoping. Yeah. He, came, he came third this year, didn't he? Um, yeah, I think so, yeah. So. I don't know. Whoever play, who plays Essendon the most this year? <laughs> <laughs> uh, uh, got him. Now we've got, we got Ben McKay, mate. 
Yeah, no, it's worked for us. He's basically Matt Scarlett. That's <laughs> <laughs> yes, right. We were absolutely so hard to score against in North Melbourne the last couple of years. Oh, I love it. Charlie Cameron for me to win it. Yep. That's probably a great shout as well. Charlie Cameron. Charlie Cameron, not Kearney. All right, let's get into the votes for the week. The boys haven't heard this one yet. Hixie, honourable mention. I'll give him one vote to add him to the list, but he didn't make it because I did the list. A little bit later after I found out that he hit, what was it? He hit 94 not out on the weekend in playing cricket. He was opening the batting, so he, um, what am I trying to say? He held his bat through the whole 40 overs, which is good, but he did think it was a test match. Nice. So he could have got to his ton, but he... Speaking of not quite getting to a ton, the week before, previously because yes. we haven't had a pod, we were playing at the same sports precinct down there at the Shep Swans and our A-grade game had finished and the D-grade game was still going. So we walked over to have a look and Hicksy was sitting there with the pads on and he's gone out there and they needed about 30 to get and the guy that opened the batting, this old fella, he had needed about 20 to get. And Hixie was trying to get him on strike so we could get to 100. And then we just started lipping him off for being so boring. And he just starts slog sweeping sixes and strands the bloke on 95. <laughs> and it is karma because I was out there um, this weekend just gone. Hixie was on 94. And I was, had me pads on it and I was hoping I didn't have to go out. I went out with two balls left to go. Hixie was on 94 at the opposite end. And first ball, I absolutely tried to hit it back to Shepparton. <laughs> missed. Second ball, Last ball of the innings, just had a single down the line. And Hicksy's lipping me off saying, oh, you cost me a ton, cost me a ton, rah, rah, rah. Whereas last week, Doc, around, Doc was on 92. Hicksy come off, said to the boys, oh, I was just trying to get Doc on strike, you know, I wanted him to get his ton. As he's slog sweeping the he's spinner. putting him into the river. <laughs> <laughs> slog sweeping the spinner saying, oh, I was trying to get him on strike to get him his ton. So, um, yeah, the karma train come around. But, nah, well batted to the young man. So I think he's got a promotion up the order. And that'll be the last we speak of the but region's was, cricket for was, a while. I was going to say, would you? Could you imagine Ben's head if you did make a ton though? Yeah. Oh my god! You need, <laughs> drive, already got a, you you need a convertible to get home. You wouldn't, you wouldn't You'd be the, the paper about. already. Jeez, we like it. All right, let's actually give the votes now. Uh, MVP one to the Dallas Cowboys. Huge win today. They've been impressive. Jack Prescott, potentially the number one. Quarterback in the league, if you ask Cody, which is interesting. Uh, two votes, Aston Villa, giant killers. We spoke about that earlier. Three votes goes to the LA Lakers, winning their first ever inaugural in-season tournament. Fraud awards now. One vote goes to the Las Vegas Raiders. They lost today 0-3 to three <laughs> to the Minnesota Vikings. Oh, please. We didn't even bring this up in the oh NFL. The lowest score in NFL history today, and it was a field goal with about a minute left to go. Is that an indoor stadium? Oh, it, it, was, it has to be. They both play in an indoor stadium. Yeah, it was crap. Yeah, I don't know what was going on in the brain department there. And I was saying off air to Cody before, a heap of the NRL boys were snapped going across there going, like, you know, doing a bit of promo stuff. What a game to go and watch. The lowest scoring game ever. And there's been snow games, wind games, whatever you like, and 3-0, you'd think it's a soccer score. It would have been an absolute battle of the quarterbacks. <laughs> it would have. Uh, two votes, speaking of soccer scores, goes to Newcastle. They've been very disappointing for a team that I've been big on lately. They lost 4-1 to Tottenham and they lost 3-0 to Everton as well. So Newcastle just not up to scratch um, and they're climbing the board. And three votes, any guesses? Chelsea. No. No clue. Detroit Pistons. Oh, 19 Alstrake. No good for the boys there. Which we love. So that brings the Lakers up to second on the ladder for the MVP at the moment. We've got to get that. We've got to stop giving it to them. Yeah. Yeah, we do. And that's about all that's moved from the list at this stage. Aussie cricket team still leading and Caroline Wilson still leading the fraud award. John so Moran? When's the um, <laughs> fraud award slash MVP awards actually finish? Because I feel like this has been carrying on for like it's a year. Years. It's a year, things. No, it's the second one. So it will be at the end of this year. So make sure your votes count in the next couple of weeks. Send them in. Send, Send them in. in. I will. I'll put Send up a. I'll put up a post next week. Send them into Shed's mailbag. <laughs> yeah, which is never going to happen. Well, it's a, it's gaining a little bit of traction. I've had a, <laughs> the a fans few messages it. in. Uh, they're saying, "Hey, Shed, we just you know we want to hear from you a little bit more on the podcast. I've been trying to get there, so keep the messages flying in. I'm trying to get them in the group chat. We we love your work, Karen, but stop sending that in, please. Play, play Stephen A. Smith again. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. All right, time for the massive, infamous quiz. Can Shed go anywhere near Brof? I don't think so. Remember Shed starts with one point already. Oh, <laughs> this can't be happening. Right, fire away. 
All right, you ready? Point All to right. point, name your buzzer. Um, you know the rules. Yep. All right, happy? <laughs> Not yet. Not yet? Right on, here we go. Which player is currently leading the league in turnovers per game in the NBA? Jack. Oh. Cade Cunningham. Well done. I wouldn't have, well, I wouldn't have got that, so we're even now, point each. Yeah, well, two you are even now. Top so five in assists <clears throat> and leading in turnovers. Disgusting. What do you reckon he's on? How do you reckon he's on the game? Turnovers per game? Yeah. I'm going to go with 5.6. Uh, not that high. 4.3. Righto. Question. Now first home. Now we have yeah. room. <laughs> <laughs> what has he done? Turn the Bluetooth Now we have room. Give it a rest. Producer Shed. Joy, that's a, at least a point off. Oh, what are you doing? <laughs> that is nearly as bad as Cody. I'm going back to the fraud award. You've been put straight on the list. No, no, no. Shush up. Right. We're just going to cut that out. <laughs> no, we're not. <laughs> Wait, the fans deserve to know. Question two. Can I continue? <laughs> Question two. What do you mean continue? <laughs> Nothing's happened. <laughs> I don't believe that. That's a stinker. <laughs> YouTube gate. <laughs> That's the title of the episode. Thank continue. you. Continue. Oh, righto. Question two. What is the highest individual BBL score? Who has it? Jack Storm. Oh, Glenn yeah. Maxwell. Glenn Maxwell is correct. Oh, is I'll it? I'll give you an extra point for what the score was. What he got? Yep. 154 not out. Now you're on a roll, mate. Look out. 3-1. <laughs> Probably well-deserved after Shed Roomy quiz. Hang on. There's a little bit of something going on here. <laughs> that is not. There's a little bit of... I did a post this week uh, for another uh, thing, yeah, and I brought up Glenn Maxwell. There's a little actually, bit of fishiness going on here. I didn't think you were going to get that. <laughs> Thanks, mate. So- soonest was, you were almost on I was running. on the right track. Righty, <laughs> little damn B-Rabbit YouTube gate. Let's go. <laughs> Righto. Um, this is for you. It's been over 7,000 days since Essendon have last Jack, won a final. 2004. No. Oh, you're out. You're you out. You can't guess now. Shush. Let me Shut finish up, my YouTube. question. It's been over 7,000 days since Essendon have last won a final. It was in 2004 under Kevin Sheedy. Well, how many coaches have they had since that <laughs> final win? Caretaker coaches included. Do you know the answer? No. Uh, I'll go Eight. Oh, not bad. What was it? Eight. That's what I, yes. I would have guessed. On that the money. Too, to be honest. On um, the money. Can you name him? Yeah, I can name him. Name him out for us. All right. So we've got. Don't start with him. <laughs> <laughs> Matthew Knight. The Messiah. The Messiah. James Hurd. Simon Goodwin. Um, Mark Thompson. Matthew Egan. John Worsfold. Ben Rutten. And the current coach. So Scotty. Few, there's a few good coaches in there. Not bad. Culture thing. Mm, must be. We know what the culture is. Question four. Question four. So we've got three, two. Is that right? Three, one. No, two all. No, it's three, two. Three. You only just got one point then. Yeah, but I got one before. No, you didn't. What did you get one Before for? the quiz. Yeah, I know. Yeah. And then and you he lost him on two. Got, he got three. He got a bonus point. Three, two. Oh. Right up. Sorry for everyone. You're lucky you even got a point. You ruined my quiz. All right, so. right, question four. Three, two. Jack's way. Question four. Who kicked GWS's first ever goal in AFL? Jack. Jeremy Cameron. Shed, no. Callum Ward. Callum Ward is correct. Well done, Shed. Three all. Who leads, who leads the Champions League in assists this season? Jack Mo Salah? No. That was a very um, biased guess. Was. Oh, I'm going to say, who, is that guy from Bayern Munich? No. Well, okay. <laughs> it's from pre- Premier League team. Oh. I'll narrow it down for you. Bernardo Silva? No. Not about you, though. Um, don't know if you'll get it. Bruno but, Fernandez? No. Don't know if you'll get it, but when Joe you, Linton? No. No. <laughs> no. <laughs> Definitely not. <laughs> Negative one shed. Uh, uh, go on then. Who is it? Give up. Yeah. Saka from Ooh. Arsenal. He's on oh. five. Is he Very related to Bukayo Saka? Yeah, that one. <laughs> Interesting. Yeah. <laughs> that bloke. Um, what's the score? Three all. Yeah. yeah we'll go with that. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> we'll roll with that. Right three, two. Question six, three all. Closest to the pin. How many players have represented Australia in Test cricket history? Jack. Obviously. 387. No. 1,000. Jesus, you're fucking way. <laughs> 466. Oh, yeah. No points. 
Bullshit. Closest to the. This is not your quiz. It's not YouTube gate. It's not chip gate. Oh, there should be a thing if you're over by 100, though. Yeah, but you were over by. Plus or minus. Yeah, so we're both lots. over by 100. So. Nah, I'll no. take that. 4 3. Moving four, on. 4 3. Righto. It's been 10 years since the famous 2013-14 Ashes series where Mitch Johnson took 37 wickets for the series. Who was the leading run scorer for Australia? Shed Michael Clark. No. Three, Come two, on. Jack, One. Steve Smith. No. No. Shane Watson. No. Can I have another crack? Got nothing. David Warner, 523. Yeah. Brad Haddon was second with 493. There you go. 4-3. Question eight. Who holds the record for the most passing touchdowns in an NFL season? Shed. It is the Sheriff. Um, yes. Manning. Yes. Right which Manning? The Sheriff. Oh, Archie, the one that plays. <laughs> no, which Manning? That counts. Peyton. He's right. right. But which well, Manning? It fucking wasn't going to be Eli. Just got to double check. He knows these things. Could have been Arch Manning. 55 in 2013. Score is 4 all. Heating up a little bit. Mm. Well, it is. We are are having a sorted session in here. (laughs) It was called Steam Room Chat, by the way. (laughs) That with Charles Barkley. (laughs) (laughs) Shut up, Shed, for fuck's sake. (laughs) All right, here we go. Uh, Can we just delete this whole quiz? This made a good quiz. Right, question nine. Friends just had a heart attack. Um, who is currently the longest serving AFL coach? Shed Chris Scott. No. Oh. Don't think three. Jack. Does Damien Hardwick count? No. Because no, he stopped. He hasn't coached a game. Did you yet. say Chris Scott? Yeah, I did. Oh, that's a good guess. Try it again, though. See if it's right. Adam Simpson. No. Oh, that's a fair shout. <laughs> it's not, though. <laughs> <laughs> oh, um, he's done. Longest serving meaning one tenure. Yeah. Holy shit. I don't know. John Longmire? Yes. Oh, oh yes. And count. stiff because Longmire started in September of 2010 and Scott was October of 2010. Oh, no. Oh, <laughs> so well, the top technicality. Point and a so, half. I'll give it that. So <laughs> are you late? You're on five. Is that right? Yeah. Five, five, four, he is. Does he get John Longmire there? Yeah. Yeah, yeah fair it. enough. Five, four. Right Doesn't up. matter, yeah. though. Yep, this is a lot of points on offer coming up. Right. I've got hand some county. I've got fourteen names coming up. So I'm gonna read out some players from AFL, NBA, and the NFL, and you have to tell me what number they wore or they wear at the moment. So there's some old players in here. Gotcha. All right. There's no but if one person has a crack at it, the next person doesn't get to go or what? Um I'll give you no, one guess each. I'll give you one guess each. You can't yep. just keep going. Right. Really yep. nearly. Right, are you ready? Yeah. Yep. Anthony Kudafides. Shed Jack. 43. He was right. I think I was in there. Yeah, you were. He was in first. Keep tracking around. Gotcha. I'm, no, I'm right. In... Why not? <laughs> no, I'm actually not right. That's going to take too long. Righto. <laughs> um, keep track. What are you putting your finger <laughs> yeah, on? What have you got one for? One and a half. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Um, Connor Rosie. Jack. One. Well, he is. Uh, He's number one now. Sorry. No, they haven't officially announced that. Uh, I still don't know the answer. That's rubbish. Yeah, I don't know. Is he like 16? No, number 20. Yeah, fact five. Um, I'm going to the commission for that. He's not number one. He doesn't have to take number one. Just because yeah. it's tradition doesn't mean he has to take it. It's said on the thing he was happy to take uh, number one. Shut the anyway, fuck up. Anyway, moving on. Um, Tom Green. Jed, 16. No. Jack, 12. Oh, damn 12. Yes. Well done. Whiff. Kane Corns. Jack, 15? No. Um, Cane Corns, did you say? Oh, yeah. I know the answer too. Uh, no, I don't know. It's, uh, it's 18. No, that was Chad. Cane wore number 20. Yeah, I, no, I wouldn't go Really? Yeah. I thought he wore 18. No, Chad wore 18. Fair enough. Um, Tim English. Jack, 8. No. Um, oh, I'm, st- I'm having a stinker here. Chad, 1? No, 44. Jeez, we're fucking... <laughs> you guys suck. This is bad. Oh, no. We're done with AFL. Oh, oh, brother, <laughs> this guy stinks. <laughs> yeah, what you waiting for? Uh, Righto, we're done with AFL players now. Right. Um, Tyrese Halliburton. Jed, 44. No. <laughs> <laughs> <It's> in English. 
Can you edit that to make it sound like I've said it to Tim English? No. Um, three? No. Zero. No. Oh. Just missed. <laughs> you said 44. I wouldn't do sure. Continue. Carmela Anthony at Denver. Shared 15. Yeah, well done. That you was quick. quick. Um, I don't know if you get this or not. You might. James Harden at the Clippers. Shared one. Ooh, Shed is on. <laughs> you are on three. I'm on one. Um, Carl Malone. Jack, 30? No. 15? No. 45? No. Yeah, one guess. 32. Poor off yeah, Nah, should have got that one. Um, Peyton Manning. Shed, 18. Well done, Shed. <sighs> um, whitewash. Yeah, he's you're getting rinsed, mate. Uh, JJ Watt. Jack. Jack. 77? No. JJ Watt wore 98. Oh, you were close. 99. (sighs) Um, Dak Prescott. Shed four. Jesus. Jack, you were getting rinsed. Yep. I'll admit it. Um, (laughs) Seen (laughs) rinsed. I'm on the road, Cassie. Just play me when you want me to play that soundbite. Just one more time. (laughs) Um, Travis Kelsey. Shed, 87. Shed. Stop I was going to say 83. Yeah, yeah well, you would have been wrong. <laughs> <laughs> Try it anyway. Um, I was correct that I was wrong, so is that right? <laughs> do you want me to do this last one? Yeah, yeah let's do one wins. more. Seven, um, seven one, just to check. Last yeah. wins all. Yeah. <laughs> this question is worth 7,000 points. Beautiful. <laughs> um, Derrick Henry. Shed two. What did you say? Two. No. Jack, 22. Oh, yeah, God, he's he's Jack. Jack. oh sorry. Quiz. <laughs> sorry. Right it was two in college. Yeah. My well, bad. Well done, Shed. Good win, mate. The SC sweat box has oh, been that enormous. Was a, that was a smoky. Yeah. It was. It was. That's the end of this episode. Uh, YouTube gate, sweat box. Not sure what we're going to call it yet. Find out when the it gets. Steam room. Steam room. Steam room. Will be released. Mm, steamed hams. <laughs> <So>. <laughs> Aurora Borealis. <laughs> Thanks for joining us, boys. Uh, we'll be back again next week. And like Cody said, the MVP and Fraud Awards are coming to a close. So let's wrap this thing up and see who takes out the award.